York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm talking, talking, I'm talking straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. Every, 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 What's going on? This is Jailers from Nick of Time Show here, giving you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And man, listen, KP the Snake slithered his way back onto Broadway. Uh, it was a fight. It was a fight. It seems like both teams wanted it in stars. Randall was missing everything. KP was missing everything. I feel like both of these guys were nervous. And it was just swinging at each other. And it was it was missing everything. But at the end of the day, the Knicks end up taking the L. 99 to 86 versus the Mavs. Randall with only 14 points. Didn't really have it today. Bruh. Didn't really have it. RJ Barrett, eight points. Uh, three of 11. Wasn't it either. Bruh. Uh, Bullock, <laughs> 13 points. Yeah, it was all right. It was okay. Burks with 20. Burks with 20. He's the one who should have got a little bit more minutes today. I feel like Tom mismanaged the minutes. I feel like other people would say the same thing, man. It was one of those games where it just seems like the Knicks, from the jump, they wanted it. But as the game went on, they ran out of gas. And it's all she wrote. I, I want to give you some takeaways from this game. But I'm going to let my guy, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts, Give you a little breakdown. Oh, my fault. My bad. My bad. My bad. I know. I <laughs> I, 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 I pulled away from the norm. I pulled away from the norm. I, that's, I, that's my I, fault, I, Ryan G. Go ahead. Yeah, Go ahead. It's, give, yeah, give, it's, under, it's understandable, though, because um, it, it was a disappointing game tonight. Yeah, it threw me off. It threw me off. It yeah. Me off. <laughs> but go ahead. Well, I'm going to say this. Like, watching the game, to me, to keep it short and sweet, the Knicks look tired tonight. Yeah. Especially Julius Randle. Like, Julius Randle looked like like the, the the lift wasn't normally there with his jump shot. He seemed a bit slow tonight. And there were two plays in the game where I, where I thought like it was pretty much like the, the team was demoralized. First, the first play was in the set was at the end of the second quarter when Luca hit that deep three yeah. to beat the butt to beat the buzzer to give the Mavericks a three point lead. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like that was the first dagger. And then the second dagger came in the fourth quarter. Well, Luca hit another deep ass three bank shot. Yeah. To give the Mavericks a 30 point lead. I felt like the team was just demoralized after that. And then again, when um I, even before that, when the Mavericks had an eight-point lead and the, and the Knicks were arguing a call on the other side of the court, and mm-hmm. Brunson and Brunson hit a three on the other side to get to give him a 10-point lead. So that was even before the Luca three. I just felt like those plays just demoralized the team and the team was just tired tonight. Like nobody had it going. Randall was cold. RJ Barrett was cold. Derrick Rose was cold. Yeah. And I mean, and, and I mean, if none of those players are scoring for you, only Burks really had something, you know, with them tonight. Like, but when you have Rose, Barrett, and Randall not scoring for you, it's gonna be hard to win that game. Yeah, man. Rose also, we were all excited because we were kind of we were kind of worried when we we woke up this morning. We didn't even know RJ Barrett even had an ankle injury or injury altogether. Maybe the ankle is bothering him. I don't know. But um, even Rose too. Maybe he was still trying to fight through injury because he he looked off as well. Rose also didn't play well. Only had two points, one of ten. Um, even Alfred Payton. This is funny too. We've all advocated to keep Elf 
on the motherfucking shelf, right? We all advocated the elf on the shelf. Elf today, out of all the point guards, got the least amount of minutes out of any point guard. So, slight ooh, (laughs) slight. Because in the beginning when the offense was dragging, maybe you thinking, all right, maybe if we change the point guard, um, it will happen. And he did. Out of all the point guards, if you're looking at the minute distribution, Alfred Payton with 14 minutes. Alec Burks, 29. Quickly, 22. Derrick Rose, 25. Okay, so. Bruh. I mean. Oh. Ooh for that. Hopefully that trend continues. But what you're hoping to see is the fruits of that labor. You was hoping that was going to help spur the offense, and it didn't really help us. Um, Quickly has been struggling a lot. Um. And he seems the floater game hasn't really been hitting in a while. His three-point game hasn't been hitting in a while. But Alec Burks and Obi Toppin, both of those guys, they seem to get into a rhythm. When we were down in that first quarter, Ryan, we ended the first quarter. Yeah. Um, we Somehow we were in it. We was getting a lot of offensive rebounds. We had eight offensive rebounds in the first half. We had five of 11 from three. And we ended that first quarter with a 25-22 two lead um and those guys really carried us tell me what you saw from those two guys man ryan and in that second Mm. quarter ob and burks yeah ob and ob and burks well number one like i think probably this is ob's breakout game this season yeah because ob actually looked engaged in the game he looked energized you know he was scoring buckets especially that one putback dunk when it quickly shot that deep three mm-hmm. and he went over both Porzingis and um Luka Doncic for the dunk yeah I, I think I think that really energized the team in the second quarter I think that's why the Knicks were able to build a lead but you know besides that like I like I agree with you with Thibodeau not going to his bench earlier in the third quarter I feel like Thibodeau waited a bit too much because he should have seen like Barrett didn't have it Randall didn't have it. And those are the two main scores on the um on the in the first unit. So if those two guys don't have it, like why not put in Burks and Obi early in the second early, I mean early in the third quarter to see if they could try to, you know, bridge the gap. But I think you know, Dibs waiting too long. It kind of like took Obi out the game. Yeah. So so Obi was ineffective in the second half. Yep. And Burks and Burks was still you know, doing what he does. But at the same time, it's like you waited too long to put these guys back in the game. And then by that time, the Mavericks had a hold of the game and it was, and that was it. Yeah. Obi topping nine points in seven minutes in that first half. Um, I like, I, it seemed to me like he's figuring out over the last two games, at least. I don't know if that coincides with Derrick Rose coming back or what, but it's weird that it seems to play a little bit better when Derrick Rose is back. Even, even when it's the play, Seems like it has nothing to do with Derrick Rose. It just seems like he just likes him on the floor. I don't know what that's about. But today, he just seemed like he he's starting to realize what his advantages are against other bigs in the NBA. Um, he has really fast end-to-end top-line speed. And when I'm saying that, I mean front-to-back, very fast. Side-to-side, not so much. So when you, he's able to head fake and go and catch ahead of steam, not many bigs will be able to keep in front of him. And he was able to exploit that. <laughs> And you saw that with the layup he went, he did. He saw it with the head fake and the, the pull-up jumper from the mid-range was nice. Okay, Obi. Oh, yeah. that. It was not, so <laughs> it was it was it was something to look forward to. But um, and also Alec Burks too came off the bench hot, draining threes. When you looked at the end of the first half, though, both of those guys were our leading scorer. And like you said, Ryan, um, a lot of the times 
Tom Thibodeau's biggest weakness is he does not like to ride the hot hand. And it definitely hurt us tonight. I don't know. He was just really trying to keep it going with Randall. No yeah. matter what. No matter what. And he just didn't have it. This was the time when OB has it going to just ride it out. If, if your star is off, it's a long season, Tom. Ride it out. Exactly. And I think Thibs is just showing that. Well, let me not let me not say that because quickly is still playing, even though quickly, I think quickly has hit the rookie wall. Like, yeah, because he's been yeah, he's because he's been struggling lately. Absolutely. But, but um I but Thibs had does have a reputation of not playing his rookies many minutes, you know. Quickly's producing, which is why quickly gets minutes, but he's not really the type of coach that's going to develop mm-hmm. a rookie like that. So I think that's the reason why Obi didn't get much playing time because the Dibs is stuck in that, you know, same mindset of, you know, you know, I'm going to play, I'm going to ride on my veterans. I'm going to count on my veterans. I'm not going to count on, you know, yeah. the rookies. And I'm not saying Dibs, Dibs is not a good coach. Dibs is a great coach, but Dibs needs to realize sometimes that, you know, like you said, he needs to ride the hot hand sometimes. And if Obi is balling, and I feel like that's the game to where if Obi is balling, Obi needs the confidence. Yeah, he needs so the confidence, like, man. For exactly. Sure. So it's like if Obi's ball like that, just keep him out there. Just let him play, man. You know, and, and, let, and let Randall City get some rest because Randall looked tired tonight. Like Randall looked like he ain't have it at all. Yeah, he definitely looked, he looked like he didn't have it at all. And, and salute to the chat. Um, Don't be shy. If you want to call in, talk, vent, talk to me, talk to Ryan. <laughs> Um, this is a place we can talk and get some stuff off the chat, off your chest. Um, I saw somebody lined up in the chat a little bit early, but maybe they got a little shy. I understand you get a little bit nervous when you're going live on the YouTube channel and stuff like that. But trust me, we're nice people. We're going to let you feel at home. So you already know what to do. If you want to talk to us live on the air, hit that Discord link um, and we will talk to you. You can give us your points on the game, what you think was missing. Um, if you have any ideas, we can talk about that as well. And so on and so forth. But shout out to everybody in chat so far, man. Um, everybody who's rocking with the show. Shout out to Telem Alejandro. Shout out to Iller. Shout out to Alan Lewis. Shout out to Mark Confessor. Brooklyn Charlie. And everybody who's rocking with KOT tonight. Ricardo Custer. Uh, shout out to Fritz. Brooklyn Charlie. Um, and everybody else rocking with the KOT show tonight. And Anthony Cooper. It's, it's hard. It's hard to rock with your team when you lost. Um, three, three, three straight, Ryan. This is our third straight game. Third yeah, straight man. Loss, man. This is the first time we lost three straight. This is the first time we lost three straight this, this season. We never got to that four straight wins. This is the first time we lost three straight this, this season. But um, hopefully, hopefully you get out of it, man. Hopefully you get out of it. Like I said, if you want to talk to us, hit that Discord chat. Also, if you like the show, please like and subscribe to the channel and share to all your people, your friends and Celtics fans who love to talk Knicks with us. All right? Um, all right. Now now back to um back to Randall and back to RJ. Um and and here's the thing. Today, Randall missed a lot of shots he usually makes. Um, but I do feel like he wanted this game. I, I do feel like since the Miami game, he he's been pressing to make his impact on his team felt. In the first quarter, because I still remember in the end of the Miami game, he said, man, I think I waited too long to try to score. And ever since he said that, these past two games, 
he's been a lot more aggressive in this first quarter, in these first few quarters. Um, but I, 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 I think he went a little bit too far. Um, there's a lot of iso ball. We only had like 20 assists the other game. Today was more the same. We didn't have a lot of assists this game. Um, and it was a way too much iso ball. Uh, as compared to the Mavericks, he played pretty good de- defense against the Magic. But, you know, there were certain plays where you saw the move, ball moving side to side. It forced us to kind of rotate and cut us off balance. And he was able to make plays that way. We definitely um, needed more of that tonight. Am I wrong? No, you're definitely not wrong. Um, I don't know. Like lately, it seems like the Knicks, like the, the like the continuity where, you know, the ball moves around. Like it seems lately like the team's lost it. Like recently I've been seeing a lot of eyes on ball, like, and more so like players dribbling, you know, running on the clock and then like last second throw it to, you know, you know, somebody else and have them, you know, try to beat the buzz or whatever the case may be. Like, but lately, like, yeah, there's, there's been a lack of ball movement, a lot of ISO ball, and that's part of the reason why the offense hasn't been clicking like that. Yeah, I agree with you. And 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 I think that's a lot of the reasons why Alfred Payton was taken out pretty quickly because Alfred Payton got two quick fouls in the beginning, got taken out pretty quickly. But usually he comes back in at some point. But um, I think Tom did rec- actually recognize that every time um, – Every time Randall started to make his move and double, he was forced to kind of kick it out. And he didn't kick it out enough in that first quarter for sure. So I think he recognized that and finally started to play more to our strengths and try to get some some better shooters out there. But, you know, our shooters and other playmakers who had a better chance of hitting that shot and quickly in rows didn't really um, hit the shot. Um, as exactly. Much. And here's a crazy stat right here. Like, just to show that the ball movement was lackadaisical whole game, the Knicks have a total of 18 assists. Randall had 11 of those, of those 18 assists, which means the rest of the team only had seven assists Bruh. among them. Yeah. Horrible, man. It was seven assists between everyone and Randall has 11. Bruh, bruh. I don't, I don't, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't hit, not, I haven't hit that button in a while, but that button deserves to be hit that time, damn it. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get Me it. Me neither, yo. I don't get it. And you know what else it is, too? I want to... This is the part of the season, and I talked about this yesterday, Ryan. You wasn't... where Yo, shout out to Michael Parker. Um, This is the part of the season where there's a lot of games coming at us very quickly. Yeah. We have... Every week, we having a three-game stretch a four-game stretch, a three-game stretch, a four-game stretch, so on and so forth. And it seems like, hold on, it's tweaking. The graphics? The graphics are tweaking right now, hard body. Yikes. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to fix some of this stuff. You hope it'll get straightened out. <laughs> yeah, hoping get straightened out. Well, if it's yeah. tweaking, well, okay. Anyway, but my bit, my concern right now is Tom Thibodeau at some point is going to have to make an adjustment, and we've all known from all along that Tom is not the type of coach who likes to change his ways, and I think it's starting to catch up now. 
in the off season, Ryan, he's he said that he's done some soul searching and he's been studying how other teams do things and he's been studying how to reserve. Remember, we did this. She did the show in the summer, Ryan. Yes, uh, he yes, was, we did. He was, he was studying how other teams reserve their bodies and and took days off, and maybe he's doing that off the court. But at this point, the only way to really make these changes is on the court. And at some point, especially tonight, he's going to have to trust the bench. Yes, he is. Yep. He's going to have to trust the bench and he's going to have to trust what his eyes are seeing. If OB is giving you seven points, uh, nine points in seven minutes, don't disrupt the flow at the first sign of a, you know, of a run because they, they went up by what? I think it was 13. Yeah. Mavericks scored or 14. Mavericks scored a three, cut it to 11. And then all of a sudden he calls timeout and he takes OB out and puts Randall back in. Randall's struggling and he's riding Randall the entire time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if, if we're going to, you know, get better, if we're going to survive this stretch, we're definitely going to need more help off the bench. And he's going to have to trust his team. Yeah, most definitely. I do want to throw in something right quick um, because certain coaches like, you know, like, for example, Popovic, etc. coaches like that, you know, like the real cream of the crop coaches in the NBA. Mm -hmm. What they will do is sometimes is that, you know, they have a 10 man rotation, right? Mm -hmm. But sometimes they will go outside of that 10 man rotation if it means resting players. Exactly. Or for example, if one or two of your, you know, one or one or two of your players in the rotation are not playing well, he'll bring in that eleventh man and he'll bring in that twelfth man sometimes to see if they can, you know, provide a spark, whatever the case may be. And I think that's something that Thibs is missing in his game because he has Kevin Knox on the bench, he has Frank Nilakino on the bench, where it's mm -hmm. like, you know, if you need, you know, if you need that defensive help, why not throw Frank in the game to see what he can do sometimes? If you need some offensive help. Right. Why not throw Knox in the game sometimes to see to see what he can do? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Thibs can't stick to the same ten guys all the time, and then sometimes he's he's even shortening like nine guys, eight guys. So I mean, especially yeah. at this point in the season where the games are coming at us fast, and Randall's been playing a lot of minutes, Barrett's been playing a lot of minutes, etc. I think Thibs is gonna have to start, you know, throwing in extra guys from the end of the bench just to give those guys some rest time. So they're not burnt out by the time the playoffs come. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right about that. Nail on the head, man. It's time for Tibbs to make a change. He doesn't really have a long... He's so competitive. He has a really short-sighted view of his rotations. And, and, and he needs to kind of elongate that view and not just think about tomorrow. But, um, you know, think about down the road. And when it's, a, it's, it's tough, it's tough when you're in a playoff hunt. And you're facing these other teams who are one game away, you know, because we have yeah. Atlanta who's tied with us right now. We're only what a few games away from from ninth. I think two games off or from ninth place, pulling out of the playoff spot. So, you know, he's worried about that. But you also have to worry about tomorrow. And even tomorrow, man. Tomorrow, tomorrow in itself, we playing Detroit Pistons tomorrow. Yeah, we playing the this, and this is a game that we should definitely win. Have to man. have to win, <laughs> have to. But the, with the way our team is playing now, and the, we we haven't even scored. We've been we've been underperforming. We, I saw a stat that's like we haven't scored over hundred points in like the last four games. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, man. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. So we have to kind of pick it up at some point. We have to come pick it up. And 
Salute to the chat, man. If you want to call in and give your two cents, you want to kiss something off your chest, please hit that link, that Discord link, so you can go live with the KOD show and get some stuff off your chest. Um, and yo, before you do that, me shout out to the chat. And me also read this super chat over here from um, Michael Parker, who's always giving love. Shout out to Mike, who says, hold on. To salute Knicks Nation, we need to tank the season. What? Mike, Mike, come on, Mike, 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 oh, I boy. love you, Mike. Mike, 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 Mike has one number, but Mike, Bruh. nah, no. <laughs> he says, we need to tank the season. We are just not ready for the playoffs. We will need a top four player in the upcoming draft to build a contending team for the future. Now, Mike. Here's the thing, Mike. Um, and y'all can get hit this Discord link if you want to talk about this. If we are, Ryan, mm-hmm. if we fall into bottom 10, 11, whatever, naturally, it is what it is. We tried. We didn't make it. Cool. Now we're in the lottery. We'll reap the benefits. I'm not for purposely tanking for the sink of tanking. That is not... That's not what I'm about right now. This is the first time this team has had a chance to make a push. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's pros and cons. There's pros and cons to, to tanking. And and I always say, I always keep saying this, the pro for making the push if we do make the playoffs is credibility. The New York Knicks have not been credible for a very long time. So with cap space, picks, and money... Um, free agents or disgruntled stars will be looking at us if we make the playoffs and we have cap space, money, and picks to go for. Because now we're looking like, you know, a well-run organization. And we are, in fact, in New York, which is the greatest market in the NBA. So even though people, I know, I know the, the counter argument is, you know, you, you have a top three pick and you have generational talent. And I'm for that too. If that happens naturally, <laughs> but yeah, if that happens naturally, then so be it. If we're in, if we if we end up getting out the playoff, the play in, and we're like tenth or eleventh, and and we have a, a, a shot, then so be it. But I'm not tanking. That's mm. yeah. Just to add my two cents. Um, first and foremost, I think it's a bit premature <laughs> to tank <laughs> to tank because. Yeah. The Knicks are twenty. The Knicks are twenty four, yeah. twenty five. Yeah. You know, the Knicks, the Knicks are right there. They're in the playoff hunt. This is smidge. Yeah, you know, it's a bit too early for that. I mean, the Knicks are at a, the Knicks are at a position where they can finally make the playoffs, and I feel like making the playoffs and have these players play in competitive games and games that mean something. I feel like that will help in the development of these players. I think that'll help in the development of Julius Randle, mm-hmm. RJ Barrett, all of our young guys. You know, if they can just get a taste of the playoffs and then on top of that like jay said like if we can make the playoffs and show that we're a good team you know we're just missing a couple of pieces to become a really great team teams are going to look at us and be like you know the players are going to look at us and be like hmm the knicks look like an interesting situation they're going to want to come exactly so i'm not i'm definitely for not tanking not, not at all um keep it pushing keep it pushing reward is it's good for it's good mentally to see a team be rewarded for its hard work, for for its principles on defense, um, rotations, and playing team ball. If we can build that confidence and build that um that foundation for a team, 
it's it's gonna it's gonna help us in the long run. It's, it's not it's not it's no one way that's gonna tap. It's cat, you know. It's no one way that's gonna cat. I know everybody likes that the Sam Hinkie route for the 76ers, but you know Sam Sam Hinkie is gone now for a reason. All right. <laughs> yeah, and then on top of that, like the odds are not even in your favor anymore. So even if the Knicks do tank and somehow have like one of the top three worst records in the league, like that doesn't mean anything because nowadays that the odds are evened out. So it's not even a guaranteed like top three pick of the Knicks. Yeah, it's tank. not getting a guaranteed top three pick. And that top three, that top three area right there, that's what we want. That's what we really want when you're talking about tanking. Other than other than that, like what, what are we really doing? Like, what are we really doing? Like, uh, I feel you on that. Shout out to Ronnie Sennon. Uh, shout out to you, Ronnie. He sends a $10 super chat. It says, what is Peyton giving us lately that Frank isn't or can't? He's not even a better offseason trade bait than Frank at this point. Bruh. That was a, wait, that was a, wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. She. That's what we call. Wait, wait. This is Frank Hive is coming. Frank Hive is out today. Um, that was a that. Money, money, make it, Mitch. Okay, I wish Mitch was here. Shout out to you, Mitch. Um, <laughs> listen, I agree with you at this point, man. Like, here's the thing. Frank is. It's, it's, it's a little bit of Frank's fault. It's a little bit of Frank's fault. Uh, and this is coming from a Frank fan. You already know I'm a Frank fan. It's a little bit of Frank's fault. Um, Frank has to be at least a little bit aggressive on the offensive end to get some minutes. And if he's that, then he will be there. Then like, then he'll get these minutes over Peyton, but he's, he, he has the potential, but he hasn't fully realized it. He hasn't, he hasn't had the confidence to really compete, um, on the offensive end. The defense though, I, I will say if he was going to play Frank versus Luka Doncic would be the match I would want to see because I feel like, you know, we all seen that he gives Luka the most trouble. We've seen that from last season, so it would have been nice to see him today, for sure. But it's pretty much Frank's fault. And um, right now, Tom Thibodeau, his, his rotation is really short. We don't know who's going to We haven't seen Knox that much either. So depending on how the cookie crumbles, if he starts, see, if, if Tom starts noticing that, you know, teams are keep zoning us to death, and we still can't make an impact because he saw in the second half, he threw Elf back in. He made two two layups. And then after that, he started to shoot threes and they, they were breaking bad. So if he sees, starts to see that, then maybe we'll start to see another option. But that other option might be more, more Burks. You know what I mean? It could just be more Burks. And maybe Frank playing the three. Maybe not even being the point guard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, you pretty much said it, Jay. Like... The reason why Peyton gets playing time over Frank is just for the simple fact that Peyton is aggressive going to the basket. You know, like Peyton does give you something on offense that Frank does not do on a consistent basis. Now, when he talked defensively, yeah, Frank is, you know, head over heels over Peyton when it comes to defense. But offensively, like Frank still needs to gain a bit more confidence on that end. And I feel like that's the reason why he doesn't get minutes. So, yeah, oh, you know, a lot of us would love to see Frank and overpaid him, but Frank's going to have to learn how to be a bit more competitive on the offensive side of the ball. Absolutely. Yep. In a nutshell, man. Shout out to the chat, man. I'm a, this might be a short show. No one wants to call in. I'm a, it's going to be a short show. I don't understand. Everybody's pissed. No one wants to talk. But I, <laughs> I get it. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna just shout y'all out. We'll get to some other news real quick. Um, well, sure. Shout out to everybody in chat, man. Shout out to movies and stuff. We just said sad, so sad. Yeah, I know, man. I know. Yeah, very sad. <laughs> shout out to D Nice, <laughs> who's in here. Shout out to Telem Alejandro. He was our first caller yesterday at the KT show. Shout out to you, Telem Alejandro, man. You had brought the energy yesterday. You was hilarious. Thanks for calling in yesterday. Shout out to Jose Alvarez. Um, also, shout out to Iller, man, the number one RJ Barrett fan in the nation. Oh, he is in Canada. Um, salute to you, salute to you, Iller. I know you probably you might you might be seeing some RJ slander today. You might be uh, not in this, not the KOT. KOT Nation is kind of cool on RJ, but I'll, I'll yeah, KOT Nation, you might see some RJ slander. <laughs> And he said, I'm not for tanking, but I'm not for playing vets either. What happened to developing the youngsters? Gonna have to ask Tibbs. Gonna have to ask Tibbs on that. Like, this is, we going for it, man. This is, you know what Tibbs, that's the thing with Tibbs, man. Tibbs is not really about development, really. The thing about Tibbs right now is, you know, when you're watching these MSG clips and these little short runs, he's certainly coaching behind the scenes. But he's not really, you know giving them the playing time unless he really, really earns it. And today, like, even, even say quickly, we, we felt like quickly has been outplaying Peyton for long stretches of time. This is the first time quickly has played more minutes than Peyton in a while. And it's interesting because, you know, quickly didn't even have necessarily have a good game today. <laughs> he didn't have a good game at all, really. Um, he seems like he was a little bit of tunnel vision. His passes are a little all over the place. And he couldn't shoot. And the floaters weren't there. The floaters have been gone for a minute. But he's gotten more burned than Peyton today, which is surprising, while playing bad. Um, which is the first time I've seen this happen, really. Is quickly playing over Peyton while playing bad. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, maybe he's just recognizing the fact that even when quickly is playing bad, the floor is opened up a little bit more for our shooters and it's just invaluable at this time. You know what I mean? So it's is what it is. A shout, a shout out to everybody who's rocking with us tonight in the KOT show. And shout out to Into the Knicks first, M. Santos, Mark Concessor, Clemente, and Alan Lewis. All right. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. And shout out. Brian Walker says Tibbs definitely ain't about development. Yeah, you heard I heard that. Yeah, story, pretty much. All right. All right. I mean, some short news, man. Short in other news, in other news, and of course, you know, if you want to talk, you hit that Discord link to talk to us. Uh, the link is pinned at the top, and Fritz is also putting it in the chat. Also, if you like the show, you can like, subscribe, and share it to your fellow Knicks fans. And you know, Facts. yeah, we, we building this thing out, man. We building this thing out. So yeah, I do want to point out one comment though sure. from Mark confessor clemente mm -hmm. when he says frank Knox obi they won't be gunning if they know they will be pulled out the moment they miss it especially frank remember when mike miller gave green light to frank can't play like that and i agree because yeah. it does seem like you know when the rookies mess up you know thibs is close thibs is quick to just pull the you know pull the plug on them and take them out the game and i feel like with rookies you, you do need well young players in this case you do need to give them some space, you know, you have to get the room for error because they're young. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna make, they're gonna mess up from time to time. So I agree with that. No, you're right about that. You're absolutely right about yeah. that. And it's funny because, like I said, the, quickly starting to get a little bit more to the benefit of the doubt. A little bit more because I even saw, I even saw one game where quickly threw up a shot, and it was ill advised. It was like some half court heave, 
Tom like looked looked and laughed, and I was like, "Whose man's is this?" I don't, <laughs> I don't ever remember Tom laughing at nobody for taking a bad shot before, but he so he was he was kind of on that, you know, you know, you know, quickly got it quickly, you know, he's on one of them moves, <laughs> and I was a little bit surprised. But everybody else has to be, be uh, granted that same middle of the rope, especially Frank. And you know, there was a game where Frank was pulled after like five minutes of not playing well. I feel, I feel like after that, he's never really gotten his entire confidence back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Philip Ross says, I loved his, but he has no offensive plan. And you know what? Yeah. Yes, but, and I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again for people who just might be turning in. At the beginning of the season, the ball was being shared a lot more. A lot more. Um, and while you know the games are coming at us a little bit fast, and I do remember listening to all these NBA podcasts, especially like the JJ Reddick podcast, and you know it's funny JJ Reddick is crying about like not going to Brooklyn. Bruh. <laughs> That's crazy. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but like here's the thing, right? When when you have a bunch of these games like that, when you have like these three or four games a week, I feel like there's less time to practice. So we had a a game two days ago and then a break and then another game to today. I feel like these practice times where you're trying to, when you're reinforcing these principles um, on offense and defense, like you're not having that much time to keep keep those going. And granted, this team has been together for a minute and they shouldn't know it by now because it's not like, you know, it's not like Tom is, is really, you know, moving this rotation around. There's other people who've made trades who have whole new, all new people trying. They're trying to implement into their team. Tom has, you know, the same group together, so they should be getting together. They should know to pass the ball, but some, for some reason, the passing has not been on par. And I feel, I do feel like the lack of practice in the second half of the season might have something to do with it. And we're gonna have to get it together because it's not gonna be a lot of practice time moving forward. You know what I mean? Yeah, facts. Um. It is interesting though because I, I've been seeing a few people a few people point this out in the chat. Mm-hmm. Since the since the departure of Mike Woodson, the Knicks have been staking it up. So I'm wondering if, is if Mike Woodson, Mike Woodson like leaving has a has a power as a has a part to play with the Knicks playing bad right now. Is Mike Woodson lucky rabbit foot? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, yo, I always said Mike Woodson is a good cop. He is the good cop. When when Tom Thibodeau is getting on you. Tom, um, Mike Woodson is the guy to throw your hands around them and like it's, it'll be okay. And you know what? Maybe he he Mike Woodson was also with the fifty four win Knicks team. Yes, he was. And he was also the guy promoting ball movement and passing. So maybe that ha- could have something to do with it as well. I'm not sure. Hopefully, hopefully it's just a snag. Hopefully it's just a snag, and it's not entirely true. And we'll be able to get together. Um. Yeah, that's all I can say about that. And maybe, we, shoot, can we, maybe we can feel that coaching vibe, man. I'm still, yo, Kenny Atkinson. Can we call Atkinson? Get Atkinson in here, man. Can we get some Atkinson <laughs> in here, man? You know, Atkinson likes to move. If we get some guy who, over there who can help with the offense move along a little bit better, like Atkinson, you know, he did some things in Brooklyn, happy moving without the ball and stuff like that. Yeah, call Atkinson. Let's get that going. I'm facts, ready. facts. I just hope that I just hope that Mike Woodson's not a good luck charm because if that's the case, oh boy, we're we're in for a long oh, second half yeah, of the season. Man. <laughs> <laughs> we still have Kenny Payne, man. We still have Kenny Payne. Exactly. The Kentucky Whisper right there. Yeah, yeah exactly. The Kentucky Whisper. 
Uh, the nice is my prediction is the Knicks will miss the AC by five games. Ooh. Whoa, Ooh. whoa, whoa, Ooh. damn. Ooh. Yikes, Ooh. five games? Ooh. Hitler says it's the Iggy effect. <laughs> they <laughs> traded him and it's been all down here from there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, probably that probably that explains why RJ Barrett's been playing bad lately. Yeah, yo. He, he's, RJ, he's missing his friend, yo. Yeah, man. <laughs> RJ is missing his best friend. And they're like, oh man, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Hashtag free Iggy. Bring Iggy back, man. We changed our mind, Iggy. Word. <laughs> we changed our mind. Oh man, salute to you guys, man. Salute to the chat. Oh, all right. In other yeah. news, in other news, and the lines are still open. If the line, if you're not gonna call, we'll just end the show. It's cool. I understand people are pissed and upset. But um, in other news, Ryan, the Knicks. We've been looking for a 10-day for a minute. And we found the guy in Norville Norville Pell. No repel is a center, 6'10. Uh 231 pounds. I think he has like a 7'6 wingspan. Averages like uh 4.3 blocks per 36 minutes. And the Knicks just signed him to a 10-day contract. Um yeah, so we've had two spots open. But now um there's only one spot left. And hmm. Yeah, things that make you go, hmm. It's interesting to say we only signed him for a 10-day contract. Um, I think the deadline to, to, you know, to look at the buyout market and have people join your team in time for the playoffs might, I think it's the 9th. It's either the 9th or the 10th. So the Knicks could be just waiting, just waiting to see who else can shake loose from the buyout market. Um. I, I really thought we was going to get John Henson here because John Henson, you know, he seemed like he had a little bit more experience. He was At one point, he was fifth in the NBA in blocks. He's been around the league a little bit more. And Tom Thibodeau just likes veterans, you know? Norville, he, he's more of a – he's a he's a roar guy, but he's more a little bit more athletic than, than Henson. He's kind of a roar guy, athletic guy. Um, he's kind of like he, – he might he might even, even roar Mitch. Like, imagine how roar Mitch was when he first got to the Knicks. Yeah. He's kind of like that, but a smidge roarer than that, like to me. <laughs> Where he's like he's he's setting picks with his knees, he's going after every block, he's fouling a lot. Like he's that guy, he's that type of guy. So he's here to know just in case of injury, because you know Tobs Gibson is 37 or 30 hundred years old. And yeah. shout out to Tobs, shout out to Tobs Gibson, because he did his thing, he blocked KP. He most definitely did. He, he gave KP hell tonight. He gave KP all the hell he can give him, man. All the hell he blocked him. He played great defense. He poked away the ball. Taj Gibson was on his, out of his mind today. So shout out to Taj Gibson. We did well. Um, but um, if one of those guys get injured, because you know Noel is always injured, and Taj Gibson is kind of old, then we're going to need a, a guy to kind of back that up. So that's Norville, you know. But I've been waiting for you. I've been waiting for you, Ryan, to ask you this question. All right. Because I already know how you feel. We've been talking about this guy for a minute. Okay? Because mm-hmm. So now we have one more roster spot open. Yeah. I know some people are waiting to see who shakes loose, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a guy who's been training. He's He plays really good defense. And at one point, 
he was kind of seen as the LeBron stopper, quote unquote. <laughs> oh, I think I, 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 I know you're talking about. Okay, yes, right. yes, yes, yes. Lance make him dance? Yes, Lance can make him dance, Stevenson. Yes, I want to know what you think about Lance can make him dance, Stevenson, joining the New York Knicks at, in the buyout market. Because this guy's been working out with Brickley. He, he looks like he's done a million push-ups a day for the last three years, ever since he's been out the league. <laughs> My man is looking like the statue of David out here. And he's trying to make his way back into the NBA. He's only 30, 30 years old. And um, he said he's been working on his jump shot. He said he's been working on his jump shot. <laughs> what do you think about Lance Stevenson being at the end of the bench and joining the Knicks in the buyout market? Well, I'll say this. Like, Lance will definitely bring energy. That's that's one thing he does bring is energy. So I feel like his energy, he coming, you know, coming home, you know, because, you know, he's a Brooklyn dude. He's a Brooklyn dude. You know, coming home, you know, that might, you know, give him a bit of energy, you know, energize the team, whatever the case may be. <sighs> At this point, I'm like, if the Knicks are going to fill that last spot, it's going to have to be a wing. Lance Stevenson is a wing. Yeah, and, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> and, and, and to be honest about it, like, the last I've seen him in the NBA with the Lakers, I didn't think he was a bad player. Like, I did, I felt like he could still contribute to an NBA team, so... You know, I'd be for like, yeah, why not? Bring bring a bring home bring home Lance too, man. Bring home bring Lance. Lance home. <laughs> yeah, bring him home, yo. Bring him home. Bring Lance home. <laughs> As an end of the event, I'm like, listen, the pickings are slim, man. The pickings are slim. The pickings are slim. I don't know who's gonna shake loose right now, but it's just like it's battle the barrel right now. Um, so I'm not expecting a superstar or a huge difference maker at this point. So if, if, if Lance is available, I'm willing to, to take a flyer on him. Like it's not going to hurt. Um, so I'm with it. So I'm, I'm, I'm with it as a guy who's a wing. Who do you guys want? I don't know if you guys are looking at anybody. Who do you guys want in the chat? Well, they're not talking about really buyout market. They're talking about, they're talking about more um, more so players that we should go for free agency. Oh, y'all talking about free agency. Like, screw yeah. this year. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Miles Turner. <laughs> and I think people were um, talking about Lonzo Ball earlier, too. Like, bring Lonzo here, Maxim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we definitely some point guard play, man. We definitely... I saw I saw an article written by Ian Begley that was talking about... um. A scout was saying that Lonzo would be the perfect match for the New York Knicks, and I'm I, I'm I'm on board now. I'm on board, man. I'm on board with Lonzo being here at this yep. point with the shooting, with the defense, and the and the guy who's going to be a ball distributor for the team. I'm for Lonzo for real. Yeah, facts because we see what it is with Alfred paying that point guard, and it's not pretty. It is not pretty at all. <laughs> At all, I if if Peyton is still here next season, I'll be shocked and awed for sure. Now, if Peyton is still here next season, it's clear clearly he has information on somebody within the Knicks organization, whether it be Dolan, oh, yeah. Worldwide West, <laughs> or somebody. And he's like, you know what? If y'all don't pay me, if y'all don't bring me back for another year, mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna tell everybody. I'm gonna tell the world. Exactly. I'm I, I'm guarantee you, Ever Clayton got somebody's pictures. He's threatening to open the OnlyFans right now. He's <laughs> 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 like, you. I bet you. I'll do it. 
<laughs> I'll do it and charge tw- and I'll charge ten ninety nine. What? Ten ninety nine a month. <laughs> oh man. Uh, <laughs> oh man. All right, yo. Nobody wants to talk with us, man. It's cool though. I'm gonna wrap up the show and shout you guys out in the process. Thanks for rocking with us, man. And um, yeah, like I said, end of the year, Everpain's still here. Watch out for our running mix, Ogun fans. He got the pictures. <laughs> he got the pictures. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, we, we got to help the Atlanta Hawks lose, man, because right now we're one game under 500, tied with the Atlanta Hawks. So um, got to hope the Hawks lose, and we definitely have to win this game tomorrow. All right? All right. All right, y'all. Salute to the chat. Shout out to D-Nice. Shout out to Jose Alvarez. Brian Walker, Philip Ross, Talon Alejandro, Mark Confessor, Clemente, and everybody rocking with the KOT show in the chat. Shout out to you guys. Yep. Yeah, that, that is our show. A short one. Short one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, Ryan, you know, tell them where they can find you, man. Oh, you can find me on Instagram at Sir G is Chillin'. Sir G is Chillin'. That's S-I-R-G is C-H-I-L-L-I-N. You can find me on Twitter at Ryan G-K-O-T. There you go. It is Ryan G-K-O-T. Um, also, you can find me, uh, JLS Drawstings, on, on Instagram. But you can also find us on the K-O-T show on Twitter. You can also find us at the Nick Time Show on Instagram and Facebook. And you know, also check out the blog at the Nick Time Show dot com righty today and we have you have a game tomorrow so we have a game tomorrow versus detroit so i will say this the next post game will be sunday all right so check us out sunday um usually we do six o'clock on sundays i feel like that's our usual time right <laughs> yeah around there yeah so check us out sunday 6 6 30 um and it should be me ryan and raw most likely on Sunday, definitely me and Ryan, but I'm pretty sure Raw is gonna be down with it because usually it's for Sundays. Um, and hopefully, we'll be talking about the Knicks smacking the Detroit Pistons because we definitely need this little pick me up game. They've been little brothers to us for all year long, and we need this win. We just want to get back on track. All right. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. Factuals, factuals. All right. So that is our show. If you like the show, if you rock with us, please like and subscribe and share. 